0: Hey guys, welcome to Rach Talk, my weekly show, where I sit here and talk about random things. And today, we have the biggest announcement. I don't even mean to tell them what it is, because that's what the whole episode's about. (laughs) Guys, I got some big news. We're going on tour. Not, I don't want to yell. I don't want to alarm Jeff. We're going on tour, Jeffrey! Jeff, we're going on tour. We're bringing rage talk around the country. Jeff, treat? We got a treat, Jeff. You want a treat? That's right, it's a tour, Jeff, of the whole country. Or just 10 cities. We get him a treat now, cause we're jerks. But also how rude. This is a huge event in my life. You don't even care. We're going on tour. Okay, so let me explain what is coming and what is happening and get your hearts ready, cause this is so amazing Um, for Since 2017, as a company, we have been producing events. We've been producing conferences for business, for women, for couples, for all sorts of things over the years. And when I looked out into the landscape of what comes next for us, I felt really confident about two things that were very important to me. The first was that I really wanted to go to you. So with a conference, uh, we pick a city and then people fly in from all over the world, all over the US and all over the world to attend. And that's amazing. And it's so freaking powerful to have people from so many different places in one spot. But it really limits so many people who want to attend because they don't have childcare or they can't afford travel or it feels too daunting. And so the first intention I had with this tour was that we would come to you. We would bring the fun and the joy and inspiration and maybe the motivation and all of the great stuff that happens at one of our conferences, but we would do it in one night right? So instead of it being a three-day full conference commitment, it's one evening with your girlfriends, with your sister, with your fella if he's into talking about girl stuff too, but it is going to be so fun and we are coming to you. The second thing that I love about this iteration of our shows is that it's way more affordable. So if we produce a three-day conference, it's massive and it's I mean, it literally costs millions of dollars. But by doing a tour in different cities, we can make it smaller, and because it's smaller, we can make it way more cost effective. So, this September and October, I am coming to 10 different cities in the US, and I'll be announcing cities soon, so get ready. But I wanted you guys to be the first to know that Rach Talk is going on the road. And if you're wondering what could possibly happen at an in-person event that you aren't already experiencing in this video magic, um, let's just show you some things. I can't even say anything else about, this is a tease. I can't even give you all of the information yet. I am only allowed to just tell you that I'm coming to you and that it's multiple cities and that we will be announcing all of those on June, June. On June 13th. We are announcing all the juicy details, everything that you need to know, get your hearts pumped, and tickets go on sale June 22nd. And the reason I'm telling you guys about this first is part of doing a tour is that these are smaller venues. So when we do a conference, that arena can hold 8,000. When we do this, that theater can hold 1,500. So because tickets are way less expensive and because there are less seats, I am telling you way in advance so you know. Like if I'm coming to your city, If I'm rolling into Omaha, if I'm rolling into Charleston, if I'm rolling into Birmingham. What up, Alabama? Hypothetically, Bama, if I was about to come to you, hypothetically, you would want to be ready in advance. So, the dates you need to know. June 13th, all the cities are announced. You get to see all the details. You get to find out everything you need to know. And June 22nd. Tickets go on sale. Well, pre-sale starts. It's not even tickets. It's pre-sale. Let's let's be clear. Pre-sale is for people who are on my email list. This sounds like a whole big push for the email list, and I didn't think about that till right now. I wish I was that sort of marketing genius, but really it's just if you're on the email list, you get early access. Tickets go on sale June 22nd unless you're on my email list. And honestly, if you are still here and you've been listening to me talk and this ridiculous skirt this whole time, then it means that we're friends and you should definitely be on my Sunday email. But if you're on that list, you get early access to buy sick, you can buy your sickets. I'm gonna try it one more time. Here it is. Tickets go on sale June 22nd, unless you are part of the presale, which goes on June 20th right and how do you get in that pre-sale you're like Rage, what do I need to know what's the magic code you're on the email list that's how you get it. if you get my Sunday email you get early access to pre-sale if you are not on the Sunday email you are missing out because every single week I write a little letter sometimes I'm like here's my favorite skincare and sometimes I'm like here's this thing I'm going through and sometimes I'm like hey girl you're pretty I don't know but you should totally join and um, write in the we'll put a link like, Jack can put something, but then you'd have to type it in. That feels hard. We're going to put a link in the description of this video, and you're just, you're going to tap it. And if you're listening to this on podcast, then you can go to the description of this podcast episode. The link will be there, too. Make sure you are signed up for email so you get all of the information. First, I'm going on tour. I'm coming to you. And who's who's going to be there? These guys are going to be there. Who's going to be there? Asan, Asan's going to be there. Who's going to be there? Rosie picking out my outfit so I don't have to wear... What am I wearing? What am I wearing? I'm, I am, I should put a video in the closet of me trying to figure out outfits for Rage Talk. This is what I got. I put on a necklace. I thought maybe that would make Rosie happy, but she's probably devastated by this whole outfit. I did do these boots. It's very like what the girls were wearing in 10 Things I Hate About You. Like it was, it's very that vibe. Think about it. Julia Stiles. She had a look. RIP Heath Ledger. Not the point. The point is, we're going on tour. (laughs) Oh, do you have any questions about tour, Jack? Anything I can answer for you that you're wondering? Will Jack be there? Yeah, he will. How long is the event? Great question. I think two hours. I think, because there's an intermission. Oh, I didn't even say this. Possibly the most important detail. There's drinks. I mean, no, I'm not giving them to you. you. There's a lobby and, cause it's a theater, then in the lobby they have like cocktails. We never had a Rise conference where you could go out to the lobby and get yourself a little Chablis. We're going on tour. And if you're like, oh, like a rock star, Rachel, like a rock star, like um, uh, my boyfriend's going on tour this summer and uh, they're in like fancy tour buses. Are we, are you guys, oh, are, are Rachel, Jack, are, are, are you guys going on fancy? No, we're going in SUVs. It's fine, guys. It's, it's super fine. It's gonna be great. Jack's probably gonna take his van just because he likes to be in control. And you know, the vision is just like, you grab your sister, you grab your mama, you grab your girlfriends, or like I said, you grab, if you're with a dude and he likes to laugh and he likes joy and also is okay with maybe hearing jokes about my uterus, bring him too. Are we gonna dance? Yes. Are we gonna laugh? exclusively are we gonna learn something yes but not in like a hard way this isn't journaling we're not we're just it's joy it's friendship it's connection it's love it's thinking it's beauty it's this it's butterflies rainbows it's coming to you did i mention that it's coming to you how i envision it jack is that it's like one part the sort of free flowing, what's happening, talking to the audience, talking to people live in the moment. And then other parts are keynotes that I've previously written. Do I have like a monologue maybe? I don't, I actually don't know. Like I haven't like finalized what I'm pulling on stage, but it will be slightly different in every city, but I don't know that I think you need to follow me. But I I mean, I feel like I'm okay having, like if there are groupies, Like, there's a group of women who just, like, get in the minivan and follow. That would kind of be amazing. What could we call them? We call them the (laughs) Rachies. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that would be amazing. Please get me a shirt. If the Rachies form, please get me a shirt. I guess, you know what, if you have other questions, know that details are coming, but if you have other questions, put them in the comments below and then we can incorporate answering them into upcoming episodes or marketing or we can respond to you. Because if you're wondering something about tour, probably other people are wondering as well. But, get ready. Get ready? Get ready. Too many things in my brain. This is totally new. This is not many Rise. If you have been to a Rise conference before, if you have seen me speak before, this is absolutely new content that we've never done. So if you're thinking, oh, I've already, like, done, nope, you haven't done what we're gonna do now, which is have fun, so much fun. And we might have Jack bring his van so that someone can take that neon sign from city to city. All right guys, I am so excited to bring this to your city, to bring it to you live. I cannot wait to hug you again. I cannot wait to look into your faces. I cannot wait to hang out and be friends. We will be back next week with another episode. You can check in on podcasts. There are literally hundreds of episodes over there that will help you, that will inspire you, that will make you laugh. And until I see you again, remember, I love you and I'm rooting for you. How cool is it gonna be on tour? When I do that, and then just like the lights go. Hey, guys. This is Rachel Hollis and a quick word on doing something just for you. All right. I have started a new hobby. If you have listened on podcast or watched on Rage Talk, then you have possibly heard me talk about songwriting. Started songwriting at the end of last year. I wanted to challenge myself. One of the things I want to do as a writer is to challenge myself to write in as many categories as I can in the course of my life. Because what I've learned having written fiction books, cookbooks, nonfiction self-help. I have written, you know, a journal. I have done a planner. I have done um a screenplay. I've written a screenplay now, more on that later. And I thought, okay, what's my next iteration of writing? Because what I've learned is that every single time you write in a new category, you really have to challenge your brain to to work in a different way. Um, Writing a screenplay was incredibly difficult for me because you get so few words, kind of you're only writing dialogue. Like you can't explain the room and you can't describe the character. It's just, it's a lot, guys. But it was such a challenge and I was so proud of myself when I did it. So the newest thing I wanted to try was songwriting because that's even shorter. Forget, you know, a screenplay that gives you a hundred pages. Now you've only got two verses, and a chorus to like get the story across. And as a huge music nerd, I just thought it would be fun and I would like geek out over it. And I started writing in country music because country music really allows you to storytell. I hope in my life I get to experience writing in other categories because they're all going to be their own challenge. But I started in country music because I love country. And also, let's be honest, there's no other category that tells stories as well as country music does. So this is where I start. I figure out how I, you know, take a deep dive. I call people. I'm like, who can explain this to me? I start going to conferences. I start reading books and watching documentaries. And that's how I learn everything. I just jump on in. And I'm nerding out and I'm absolutely loving it. And the first time I connect with another songwriter, because essentially what they do is, I write lyrics and someone else writes the music and then we work together and we make a song. And the very first time I partnered up with someone to do this, I was telling her the idea and then, okay, now we have a chorus and now we have this thing. And she starts playing and singing and I start bawling because I've just never seen this before. I've never seen my words like just put to music and it was so fun. Shout out to McCall Chapin. She's amazing. And we had such a blast. We've gotten to work together a couple of times now. But I loved the process. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to start taking trips to Nashville. I'm a big fan of Nashville. always have fun there. But that is the heart of country music. Frankly, it's the heart of a lot of music. And I can go in and sit down in writing sessions with other writers and collab and it's fun and the whole thing. I'm having the best time. I am just Living my best life. I'm literally sitting in rooms with people. It's so creative. And I'm like, how, how is this my life right now? How do I get to do this? This is crazy. And all of this is going on, loving it, living it, learning every time. Every person I work with, I'm like, my mind's exploding. I'm learning a ton. And at first, people are like, that's cool. Because I was learning to do this thing. And I was also, I am also learning guitar and all of it. And at first people were like, that's cool. I mean, some people were definitely like, what? Go write another book. Like go, you know, do the thing we know you to do. But most people were like, that's great. Love this for you. And now I've I've officially hit a point where I've had like six or seven people lately, people I work with, people I know, friends, family, whatever, ask me, what are you doing? Why are you doing this thing? What, what, uh, what, what people keep asking, because back in the day when I hadn't had a lot of commercial success, people ask you, what are you doing in a very different way? Back in the day, people would be like, what are you doing? Like, who do you think you are? What are you, why, what? It was that. Now that I have proven that I have launched products, books, podcast, I've had success, Right. Now people don't ask in that way. Now people go, well, what's the point? Like, what's the end game? What's the goal? What's the project? What are you doing? What are you building? What are you working on? And I had a couple of days, to be totally honest, where some, you know, probably some old insecurities of the past, I hear people say, what's your point? And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to have a point. I have to have a goal. I need a project. I need to be working towards something. Why am I doing this? And it took me a few days to process this. And the resolution that I got to, I really wanted to share with you guys in case you find yourself in a similar place. I am learning to write songs because I love it. It's a hobby. It's making my heart happy. I I feel honored to get to be part of the process. I'm here to learn. Every single time I go into a room in a songwriting session, I always say like, Hey, I'd love to tell you my intention for this time. And I'd love to hear yours. And my intention is always, I want to learn from you guys. I want to have fun. I want to listen to cool music. And I want to get some really good lines in here that, you know, when you hear a song and there's a line, you're like, Oh, for example, nobody asked, but I'm just going to tell you, for example, one of my favorite songs ever is walking in Memphis by Mark Cohn. It's pretty old. So if you haven't, Heard it before. Don't worry, uh, but there's this amazing line, like in my opinion, one of the greatest lines in songwriting, where he says he he ends up in a church service. And Mark Cohen is a Jewish man from I think Brooklyn, and he ends up in a church service in Memphis, and he's like singing with this woman on the piano, and she says, "Tell me, are you a Christian child?" And he says, "Ma'am, I am tonight." Oh, so good. Ugh, I love that. So that's what I'm living for. That's why I'm sitting in these rooms. But I'm here, I'm here for the, the joy of it, the absolute joy of getting to do something creative with no endgame, with no goal, with no monetary thing attached to it. If you've ever read Big Magic by Liz Gilbert, I love that she says, like, if you can keep your creative process separate from any money – if you can just have something in your life that's just for you, that you don't try and sell, that you don't try and make a job or a success, what a gift. And like, we don't get to do that. There's a point in all of our lives as children, well, not all of ours, some like Olympians or like prodigies don't have this, but most people will be like, oh, you're, you're playing drums in the symphonic band in middle school? Okay, what's the goal? What are you going to do with that? And if you're not going to do anything with your drums, your clarinet, your art, your photography, your dance, whatever, then you should stop. Because if we can't have money attached to something, then I guess it has no value. So I'm taking on a new creative project and process for the fucking joy of getting to do it. That's why. And I just want to give you that in case someone in your life is asking you why you have that hobby, whatever it is. You have that hobby because you're a human being and it feels good to do something that you enjoy. It feels good to be passionate about something. It feels good to be scared. You know, I love what I do, but I have done this for so long. I've, I've had this podcast since 2017. I've published my first book in 2014. I've been speaking on stages for. 15 years. I love it. I'm grateful. But y'all, I know how to do it. I know how to do those things. This new project, this new process, all of it, no idea what I'm doing. And the fear of that is excitement in my belly that makes me pumped to get in another room and try a new thing. So yeah, do something because you love it, not because you're trying to turn it into something that feeds your ego.